You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 126. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Yoga Boss. I am Jackie Murphy. How are you? I'm doing really good over here. If you have been following along on Instagram stories, I shared last week we went down to Florida and we took our little guy to Disney and we did our first family trip, just the three of us, and probably our only family trip, the three of us, before the next baby comes. And it was so amazing. And now we're about to head up to visit my in-laws and spend a few days at the lake and do the fourth up there and really just in full summer mode right now. And it feels good. I'm loving summer. And I know it's going to pass in the blink of an eye. Like I know (laughs) it's going to be August before we know it. And I'm going to be like, what just happened? Where did summer go? In August, I have to tell you guys, I have decided officially that the Profitable Yoga Boss Group will open for a ro- enrollment again mid-August. So if you are not on the wait list, get on the wait list for the Profitable Yoga Boss Group. It opens for enrollment mid-August. This will be your next opportunity to join the Profitable Yoga Boss Group. We won't start the group until September It might even be the end of September, but you will enroll in August. So getting on that wait list is going to give you all of the details that you need to know about enrollment and what it looks like. And if you head over to ProfitableYogaBoss.com, put in your name and email, you'll be added to the wait list and you'll get all of that information first. I know I get messages from you guys on Instagram and emails asking like, when is it open again? It's closed right now. When can I join? This is when you can join. Mid-August is your next opportunity. You do not want to miss it. Get on that wait list. Okay, today we are talking about loving your offer. And while that sounds a little fluffy, (laughs) this is not a fluffy podcast, This is really important to you creating the results that you want in your business. Let me say that another way. This is really important to you making the money that you make in your business, the money that you want to make in your business. So listen, throughout my years in the yoga industry, teaching, there have been things that I've sold that I didn't feel connected to, or I didn't necessarily have any sort of emotional relationship with at all that didn't sell well. There were things that I sold that I thought were too expensive that didn't sell well. And then there were offers that I sold that I was in love with, that I stood behind, that I was proud of, that sold really, really well. So if you are in your business right now and you aren't seeing results 
in your business, you're not making the money that you want to make, this is something you want to look at. Do I genuinely love my offer? And I'm going to walk you through three things that you need to kind of check to see if that genuine love and relationship is there with your offer. Let me say this. When you join the Profitable Yoga Boss group, within the first two weeks, we decide your offer. We don't spend any time messing around. I don't allow you to indulge in indecision. We choose an offer. And then we spend the rest of the time in the group marketing and selling that offer. What happens is the first time that you show up and you make offers, the first time you invite people to buy whatever offer you just created, you might not get anybody. That's okay. Or you might get five people when you thought you were going to get 20 people, or you might get 20 people when you thought you were going to get 200 people. That doesn't mean that you need to scrap your offer or change it or add to it or rename it. It doesn't mean anything about your offer. It takes your audience time to get used to your offer, to warm up to your offer, and to want to buy into your offer. So you never want to go to fixing your business, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see it, by changing your offer immediately or by changing your offer when you don't love your offer, okay? If you aren't selling what you want to sell and you don't love your offer, your work is to love your offer. If you aren't selling what you want to sell and you genuinely love your offer unconditionally and you think it's perfect, then we can go and we can tweak the strategy of it, okay? But if you try and go and figure out what you think about your offer and what you think about your business and what you think about your potential and future success based on your current offer without a strong foundation there, it's not going to end well. It's not going to work. So I say all that to tell you that your relationship with your offer, from the moment you decide what offer to create in your business, through the entirety of your business, you have a relationship with your offer. And that relationship requires nurturing, just like any solid relationship, any solid friendship, any solid romantic relationship you've ever had. You have to put effort into the relationship for it to be what you want it to be. So even though we spend the first two weeks deciding your offer and the Profitable Yoga Boss group, we don't just forget about it. We don't just coast. It's not like we go on autopilot from then. We spend the first two weeks deciding and then we nurture that decision and we show ourselves why that offer is right and why we love it and why it's perfect and why it's amazing for our students throughout the entirety of the program. Because you have to love your offer at all points in your business. When it's selling, when it's not selling, when it's new, when it's not new, when you've made a change to it, when you haven't made a change to it, you want to be able to nurture the relationship intentionally to always love your offer. Now, Here's what happens. The number one reason that people don't love their offer and sometimes don't get the results that they want in their business is because they've looked at what other yoga teachers or what other studio owners offer and they've said, okay, I guess I'll just do something like that. We want, you feel that energy? It's like, I guess I'll just like try that because it 
maybe worked for this person, but I don't really know because I can't look into their business and see if it worked or not. You're not seeing these people's P&Ls. You don't know if they're profitable. But what happens is we start out as yoga teachers or we start out as studio owners and we think there's just like given offers that we should all take. Class packs, 5, 10, 15, 20 memberships, three-month membership, six-month membership, yearly membership, auto-pay membership, drop-in. Of course, you need to offer a drop-in. That's what everyone does. Private sessions, one-off. Sell like one-off private sessions. This is a terrible idea. Um, your retreat pricing, you might even look at how other people have priced their retreat and how they do their deposit versus the full payment. And you just kind of look at what's been done and you take some version of that for your business and it feels inauthentic and you don't have any connection to it. And then you try and go sell that and you try and go market that. But you don't really know why you're selling it other than it's been done before. So of course it doesn't sell well. Okay. I want you to think about literally any influencer (laughs) that you follow on social media or any infomercial that you've ever watched on TV. If the person selling or talking about a product or a service has no connection to that product or service, you have no desire to buy. If I get on Instagram and talk to you about how like, I kind of think the tires that I use in my car are good, but I really, they're fine. I don't really know much about them. You're not going to be like, oh my God, Jackie, tell me more about your tires. (laughs) You're going to be like, okay, cool. Skip. Some of y'all are showing up to your businesses and your offers like it's tires with the same energy. And it only is because you've copied what you think you need to be doing. You've just copied what has been done before. When it comes to pricing, the way that you're structuring it, even what you're offering, like niches can be copied and recycled and reused. And I just want to give you permission to literally break free from all of that scrap it all, erase it all. If you're opening a studio, there is, there's no rules on you having to have a drop-in. No one says you have to sell a drop-in pass. There's no rules on you having to sell class packs and memberships. There's no rules on you having to sell only one month memberships. You could only sell yearly. Like think outside of the box. If it's a studio, if it's private, if it's retreats, like whatever your thing is, look at the way it's been typically done and then question it and ask yourself, do I want to do it this way? If I, if anything was going to work, how would I set it up and get to that space where your brain is getting really creative and you're not just copy and pasting what you think you should do because that energy will not create the money that you really want in your business. So that's like what typically happens. That happens and you don't love your offer. Or the exact opposite happens where you get into so much overwhelm and you have so much creativity and you have so many things you want to say to people and you have so many people that you want to serve that you don't actually ever choose an offer And you just wait for like divine inspiration to strike you one day with the perfect offer and insight that you feel certain about. And that doesn't ever happen. So then you never actually have a clear offer. And you might offer like one thing for a month and then change your offer the next month. And it just goes on like that forever. That could also be why you don't love your offer. (laughs) 
that could also be happening. So if you see yourself on the the spectrum anywhere between those two, this podcast is for you, my friends. So what do you got to do? How can you love your offer? Well, the number one thing you want to sit down, pen and paper, and this might hurt your brain. It's going to take some mental energy. That's how you create value in the world. Pen and paper, put your brain to work. And I want you to think deeply about the students that you are serving, the students in your community, the students who you know you have a passion to help. And I want you to spend some time genuinely empathizing with them and connecting to what their life experience is probably like right now, what they're going through, what keeps them up at night, what they think about. And before you decide anything, I want you to create an offer that you genuinely feel is the solution for them, is the exact solution that they have been looking for and searching for. And when they find you and they find your business, they're going to be like, oh my God, where have you been? I have been searching for this for so long. And I know you guys have heard this. Have you ever heard someone say like, I'm looking for my yoga home. I'm looking for the fit. That's what I want you to feel like you are for your people, home for them. So you have to genuinely think about them. You can't just pick what's been done before and then maybe pick a random niche and then go out there and try and sell it. It's not going to work. You have to actually genuinely connect to it and know in your bones that your offer is the solution for them. So let's talk about this in terms of a studio, because I think the studio model has just been done for so long that it's it's hard for people to imagine, like, how could I do it differently? What would I do differently? And let's say that your studio is specifically more focused on the fitness side of yoga and you offer cycle and yoga and you might have like a couple restorative classes for people to stretch. But in your bones, you know, down to your heart that a person who is a part of your studio and practices three times a week will achieve the physical fitness that they've been dying for with ease. When you know that that is what you offer and the best way to offer that is a membership because they're coming three times a week, you are going to market and sell that membership with gusto. You're going to sell it like it's your favorite thing on the whole planet because you are going to genuinely think that this is what people have been looking for. No longer do they have to like belong to this club and then also run and then also get a personal trainer. They can do it all at your studio. They're going to feel such relief and such ease. That's amazing. All of a sudden, you're very clear that your entire business is going to be a membership model. And that is what you're selling and offering. No, it doesn't mean that you have to scrap every other thing that you offer, class packs, drop-ins, whatever. It doesn't mean that you have to. It just means that you could. That's an option. And also, if you don't scrap those, at least you know what you're marketing and selling. And you're not going to leave it up to them to just pick one, to say, here's our menu of things and like, come check out our studio and then figure out what's best for you and just like, let us know. No, you're going to stand there and say, hey, 
This is what you're looking for. This is what's best for you. We would love to have you. You should definitely buy this. And then if they don't buy, we can still love them. Does that make sense? So first step is know in your bones that you have the solution your people are looking for. The second step, make it really easy and safe for them to buy. And I've talked about this a lot in terms of like how to make it easy and safe for them in your marketing, how to make it easy and safe for them in your sales conversation. But I want you to think about this in terms of like, why is my offer a safe bet? Why is it a no-brainer for people to put their money down on this offer? How do I know for sure that they are safe buying this thing? And really start to consider the things that you buy in your life that feel really safe, that feel like, yeah, of course I'm going to put my money here. This is exactly what I want to do. I know it'll be good for me. I have no questions or doubts about it. Like This is how I want to spend my money. That's how I want you to feel about your offer. And that's how I want you to feel about your students buying your offer, that it's really safe for them to buy, that it's a no-brainer, it's a safe bet, they're going to love it. Like, they're gonna more than love it, they're gonna be so happy that they bought it. Spend time thinking, why is your offer the safest bet for them? Out of everything that they could choose, out of every teacher they could work with, or every studio they could go to, or every retreat they could go on, why is your offer the safest bet. And then third, last but not least, your best students are not concerned with your branding colors or the font that you use or the last reel that you've made. They're not concerned with the water fountain that you have in your studio or the paint color on your walls. You know what your best students, the ones who are going to buy, your best students, all they want to know is will this work for me. You can believe in your offer and you can know it's the solution for your students and you can know that it's safe for people to invest and safe for people to buy, but you also want to tailor it and make it specific so that every single student who talks to you about your offer, who thinks about buying your offer, leaves the conversation thinking, this is going to work for me. You are going to replace impossibility. You are going to replace doubt. You are going to replace fear in their minds with possibility and hope and excitement and even certainty that they are going to get what they came for. When that happens from your offer, you will sell it like hotcakes because that's what people want to know. Will this work for me? I get this all of the time with the Profitable Yoga Boss group. They're like, Jackie, I love your podcast. This might even be you. Jackie, I love your podcast. I love your free trainings. But the group, I don't know. Is it going to work for me? And my answer is always, yes, it's going to work for you. You are not a special snowflake that is the one person who can't build a profitable yoga business I've covered everything. I think of everything. I have the program set up so that you can't slip through the cracks or miss out or not make money. I have it so it will work for you. And I make it safe for you to buy by offering you a total refund. Like, come on, it's literally a no brainer. (laughs) That's how I want you to feel about your offer, that it's going to work for them that it's safe for them to buy, and that it's the exact solution that they have been looking for. 
Now, in order to get to that place where you think those thoughts about your offer, it has to take some critical thinking. And like we started saying at the beginning of the podcast, that critical thinking can't just happen once. It's not like you can decide your offer, dust off your hands, and then move on with your life. No, this is a practice just like yoga. You have to wake up every morning that you work in your business and spend time loving your offer and spend time thinking about how it is perfect and how it is working and how it's the best thing for your students every day, like truly every day. Spend time focused on loving your offer and then you will naturally want to go out and sell it and market it. And here's what will happen. When you genuinely love your offer and you know these things to be true and you go out and you sell it and you don't hit your goal or you don't sell what you want to sell, you're going to evaluate it from such a different place. It's not going to mean anything about your selling skills, your marketing skills, your self-concept, who you are as a person, if you're good enough in business, if you're capable. You're just going to be like, huh, okay, what can I try next time? Because I know for sure this is what's perfect for my people. Let's get curious. Let's get playful. Let's figure out how to get this into the hands of the people that it's going to serve instead of like, oh my God, this isn't working. My offer isn't working. People don't want this. People don't want me. I'm never going to be a successful yoga teacher. You just get to skip all of that when you love your offer. And I promise you, you're going to show up and sell so much more when you genuinely love every single thing that you're offering in your business. All right, my friends, that's my podcast for you today. Go out, work on loving your offer, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye, y'all.